be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Therefore, working together with him, we appeal to you not to receive the grace of God in vain. For he says, in a favorable time, I listened to you. And in a day of salvation, I have helped you. Behold, now is the favorable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. We put no obstacle in anyone's way so that no fault may be found with our ministry. But as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way by great endurance, in afflictions, hardships, calamities, beatings, imprisonments, riots, labors, sleepless nights, hunger, by purity, knowledge, patience, kindness, the Holy Spirit, genuine love, by truthful speech and the power of God, with the weapons of righteousness for the right hand and for the left, through honor and dishonor, through slander and praise, we are treated as impostors and yet are true, as unknown and yet well-known, as dying and behold we live, as punished and yet not killed, as sorrowful yet always rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich, as having nothing yet possessing everything. You know, Ash Wednesday is perhaps the most countercultural holiday in the church's liturgy. We don't like to be reminded that we will one day die, but truly we are mortal. From dust we have come, to dust we shall return. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. The imposition of ashes remind us that we have been brought forth of nothing. Just as life itself is something we do not will into existence, the ashes are imposed upon us. They come to us from outside. The ashes themselves remind us that it is appointed unto man once to die and after that, judgment. Which brings up something else altogether. We don't like to be reminded that we are broken. But truly, we need to be forgiven and healed. The sign of the cross reminds us of our need for redemption. It is marked upon us. And every time we gather together as we are being sent out in the blessing of the Lord, we are reminded of the cross that goes before us. We are reminded of the cross on which Jesus died for us to forgive and to heal. By His stripes, we are healed. Christ has given His life so that we may have life in Him. It's far too easy to jump from Christmas to Easter, to miss the path, the path of the cross, to miss the invitation of the cross to come and to die before death. And so the church gives us Lent, a time of self-denial. You know, you learn how much you truly want to follow Jesus when you hear him say, if you want to be my disciple, first deny yourself, take up your cross, and then follow me. 
But Lent is not just a time of self-denial, it's also a time of self-discipline. You learn truly how strong your appetites are when you try to resist them, when you try to deny them, when you try to discipline yourself, you realize how much self wants self's own way. Whether it's food or drink, or whether it's a certain form of entertainment, when you say no, you start seeing there's something deep down that says, but yes, I want. Lent is also a time of self-discernment. You learn who you really are when you go without. And so it is a season of dryness. It is a season of darkness. It is a season of denial, self-denial. And as John Wesley implored in his sermons, know thyself. Only when we know the depths of our need can we know the possibilities of grace for our lives. As we journey to the cross, I want to encourage us. Let's bathe ourselves this Lent. Let's bathe our souls this Lent. Let's bathe ourselves in Scripture, in prayer, in gathered worship, and in ministry to others. Let's seek opportunities to bless family, friends, co-workers, neighbors, those who are in our lives. And seek out opportunities also to bless those in need, those that we find around our lives, those whose paths we cross. But we have nothing to give to family or to friends, to co-workers, to neighbors, to those in need. We have nothing to give them unless we are filling our lives with something worth giving. And so again, Scripture, prayer, gathered worship, ministry of self-giving love to others. And I want to encourage you this Lenten season to live joyfully and tell no one what you're giving up. Sure, give up something. Find a way to discipline yourself. Find a way to deny yourself. Find a way to seek out opportunities to say no to some longings that you have. But tell no one about it. Don't publicize it. Don't share it with others. If you're going to step away from Facebook, please, hopefully you haven't already done this yet, please don't say, hey guys, I'm going to give up Facebook for Lynn. I'll catch you in 40 days. Just don't do that. Let them wonder. They'll try to find you if they want to. But live joyfully. Because this is a season of celebration. It's interesting that Lent, we say it's 40 days, but it's not really. It's 40 days when you take away the Sundays because Sunday is always a day of feasting. It is not a time for fasting. Every Sunday we are reminded that we have reason to celebrate because Jesus has been raised from the dead. We have hope and therefore live joyfully this Lenten season. The ashes in and of themselves say nothing. They say nothing. When we leave here, yeah, you may get some looks about like, what in the world are they doing there? Sort of. 
religious exercise have they been participating in? But the ashes say nothing. They might open up opportunity to have a conversation. They might invite questions. But in and of themselves, they say nothing. If they say anything, if they say anything worth saying, it would be that our lives are being marked by and shaped by the cross of Jesus. And so make that be a reality this Lenten season. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to gather together this evening. It is such a joy uh, to be together on a day other than Sunday. We love Sundays, Lord, but you give yourself to us every day of the week. And we thank you for giving us yourself and for giving us also each other. And Lord, we pray that you would help us as we step into this Lenten season, as our as our foreheads have been marked, we pray that you would mark our hearts and our lives. May others, when they see us, see the joy of the risen Christ. May they see the power of the risen Christ. May they see the humility of the risen Christ. Lord, we pray that you would send us out to be your witness in a world that needs to be reminded of its mortality and of its need for redemption and of the possibilities in Christ. We pray all this in his name. Amen.